thinking of building your own real estate team? Where do you start? We're going to talk about that today. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host through the show. And today is our regular series called Social Boot Camp with Gogo Bethke. Now, Gogo Bethke came to the United States in 2003 to build her American dream. She was broke. She had no real estate experience, no sphere of influence, barely spoke English, and only $6 to her name. So that left her with nothing else but Facebook to help build her real estate business, which is where she started. And she created GoGo's Real Estate began her and began her real estate career. Now, with the power of social media, GoGo has sold, and I this number is old, and it's I know she's going to correct me because this is way low, but has sold at least $75 million in real estate. It's hundreds more at this point. But she shares the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate, and her honest snippets into her daily life has earned her tens of thousands of social media followers. And in the real estate community, she's earned the nickname, the queen of social media. And after being asked to present at various conferences and events uh, with realtors, she built her own social media bootcamp, which is called GoGo's Bootcamp. Now today she has a team of gosh, eight, 900, maybe a thousand agents. We'll, we'll find a out. Thousand. A thousand agents nationwide. She has thousand agents on her team. Her goal is to help as many agents as possible make a name for themselves in real estate utilizing social media. Now, if she can do it, this girl from Transylvania, Romania, with no formal U.S. education, no sphere of influence, no money, no experience, and an Eastern European accent, then anyone can do it as well. Please follow GoGo on Instagram. That's the best place to, to learn about GoGo. As she is at GoGo's Real Estate. And please also consider investing in the bootcamp I just mentioned, which is called GoGo's Bootcamp. It has dozens of hours of instruction to help transform your social media uh, into a lead generation machine. And for a special discount, just for our audience, our listeners, our viewers, please go to gogopodcast.com. Again, gogopodcast.com. By doing that, it helps support our show. And also you get to GoGo's unbelievable program. GoGo, welcome once again to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I missed you. I miss you as well. And oh. I, this is, this is funny. If you're watching me, you're seeing me in the shadows because my blinds, I have these super fancy blinds that are, are electric 
uh, except the battery ran out. So I can't shut them and I'm staring at the sun. So I'm in the corner. So if you're looking at me, you can't really see me, but you can focus your eyes on Gogo. Uh, she's the guest anyway. And she's probably more interesting to look at than me anyway. I but Gogo, it is. It is good to see you. Um, and so what? tell us what, what's going on. What do we want to talk about today? Well, I was thinking, you know, usually we bring social media, but I feel like social media is just the basics, right? It's how you, you start building your business and continue building whatever business that you decide. Today, I own nine companies, right? But I also feel like that also falls like the umbrella of technology and, and leveraging your time and building systems and processes so then you can have time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom is pretty much what all builds off of, right? Initially, all started with social media and all works with social media for me. So I figured today I run a small local business or a small local team in Michigan, but I live in Florida. So I thought that we could talk about what it's like running a team and not even living in the same state, like what systems and processes and weekly meetings and things like that we have in places in order to make sure it's all working properly and, and you can have your cake and eat it too. I think that's a really great uh, topic because we're seeing it, you know, this trend towards teams the last couple of years, teams are becoming more and more powerful, more and more the norm. Um, I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see in like five years what that looks like. I think I, I, my guess is a lot more agents will be on teams or now is the time to maybe think about even creating a team. So this is really interesting because I have now talked to people like Gogo, of course, which we're talking to today, but I've also talked to other agents who work in other states and, and literally don't live in those states uh, anymore. So it's very, very interesting. So yeah, let's talk about it. So I started out as a as an agent, right? Like everybody else selling real estate. Um, I started it with social media and that's why today out of necessity, right? Uh, today, people know me as the social media queen of real estate. But the idea is not for you to be on the hamster wheel for the rest of your life, right? When you're trading time for money, you're going to hit a ceiling. And when I hit my personal ceiling, I was like, okay, I have a couple options. I can sell more homes, which requires more time, which I already didn't have, right? Or... I could sell more expensive homes, which was also not necessarily an option because, guys, at the time, I was in an area called Pinkney, Michigan. Good luck finding it on the map, right? The population of like 9,000. I was already selling in the low 400s. Average price range locally was 275. So my next option was to like break into the gated community. And we had like two of them in like a 20 mile radius, right? So I was like, oh, that's not really an option, right? Because yeah, you can break into the gated communities, but the turnover rate is much less because your pool, the, the pool of buyers that you have, you know, the top 1%, you're talking 1% of the buyers, how many of them are on the market? Those homes usually sit on the market longer, yada, yada, long story. Yes, I would make higher commissions, but less often. Right. So that wasn't an option for me either. So I was like, okay, the next option then is I have to create a bunch of mini me's. So since there's only one of me and only one 24 hours, then how can I make possibly more money without trading more of my time than I already don't have is by creating a bunch of other mini me's, then I can leverage their time to make commission. This is where comes in a team, right? You can also do it, you can start off with referrals. If you don't have enough transactions, right, where you can justify hiring someone full-time onto your team, and also depending what brokerage you are, what their qualifications, what you need to hit in order to qualify to start a team, right? So at our brokerage, it's a $6 million production to start a standard team, right? So if you don't have that, you might say, okay, I am not. I don't qualify to start a team just yet, but I don't want to work as much as I'm already working. So then what you can potentially do, just go in the corner, just go, 
Just I, Gogo's saying that because she's seeing me <laughs> slinking away from the direct he's sun. Winking. He's winking at me. And then I'm like, just stop winking. Go in the corner. Go in the shade. You'll be fine. Just in case my girlfriend's it. listening, I am not winking. At <laughs> no, he's not winking. You just have one eye closed because that's what the, the sun Or if your husband said. is listening, I am not winking at you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One eye closed that, you know, for the sun. Um, so then what you want to do, right, is multiply yourself. So it's time for you to create a bunch of mini use. If you don't qualify to start a team, you can do a referral agreement with an agent and just say, hey, listen, the overflow that I have, I'm going to give them to you at a 50-50 transaction piece. So now think of it this way. Every listing that you have, especially, I want you to look at your production, right? And look at, let's say you did 20 deals last year. I want to see out of the 20 deals, how many were listings? If you are more listing heavy, right, then it's time for you to, buy, to hire a buyer's agent for multiple reasons. A, because if you're listing heavy, you do not have the time that it takes to babysit those listings. Each listing should bring you two buyers. One's going to buy the house. One's going to buy something else in the same price range. So every time you have a listing and you didn't get yourself two buyers off of that listing, you wasted your own time, which means if you're a listing heavy agent, you can go ahead and hire yourself a buyer's agent and their job is to hold your listings open and follow up with those potential buyers so you can close A, sell it and double dip in and B, get another buyer for your team, right? And yourself to then go ahead and, you know, buy something else in the area for the same price range. So let's assume that you had a $300,000 listing, right? That should bring you two $300,000 buyers. And a commission, a commission on 300,000 if you charge 2% is nine grand. Even if you have a 50-50 split, that's $4,500 for the buyer that's going to buy the house and another $4,500 for the buyers is going to buy something else in the similar price range. So now you, out of one listing, you created yourself a $9,000 commission on the listing side and two $4,500 commissions on the buy side by splitting the opportunity with the buyer's agent. So now you turn that $9,000 commission into $18,000 and you created someone an opportunity. They just closed two deals. They would have not been able to close otherwise. And, and you know, I, I think you, you've said this. I just want to make this a point too, is these are people that can hold open houses for you for your listings if they're in the same area. Exactly. Exactly. So you got it. So now that you understand the math, right? Now, the next thing you want to get done, actually, let me um, just do something very quick. The next thing you want to get done is work yourself up to a team, because when you work yourself up to a team, right now, you're going to be able to give an opportunity to the agent with a reduced commission versus a full commission. Right. Now think of it from the agent perspective. If the agent can go ahead and have a reduced commission or half cap, right, in our case, why would they give you 50 percent of their commission if they don't get a reduced cap? right? Because they still have to reach a full cap. So the idea of starting a team is not only that it's beneficial to you, but it's also beneficial to the agent because now they are going to be able to, oops, sorry. Now they are going to be able to pay less into the company and make more money and take home. So the likelihood that they're going to stay on your team for a long time is much higher. Yeah, we're right. talking about creating stickiness by giving opportunities at a reduced uh, commission, which makes perfect sense because you're providing so much incredible value to the team member. And it's really what most the reason most people leave the industry in the first couple of years is because they don't have enough opportunities. They can't find enough opportunities on their own. And so this idea of even finding somebody who might be struggling in their first year or two and saying, hey, I can help get you out of the struggle and you work out an arrangement, it, it creates incredible stickiness. They get to learn from you and everyone wins. Exactly. You got it. So that's the idea of starting it, right? And then eventually you're going to, but before you get yourself a buyer's agent though, I strongly recommend to get a transaction coordination coordinator first, right? Because that is your lowest, data entry is the lowest 
uh, return on your investment for your time, right? So that needs to be the first one hired out. If you can afford to have an assistant, that should be your second hire. And the third one should be a buyer's agent. And eventually, if you are really good at social media and advertising and you have more leads that can come in, and if your buyer's agents are not good at turning them into clients, that you need to get an ISA an internal sales associate. In case you don't know what an ISA is, because I didn't know what an ISA was, right? It's pretty much a cold calling center. They call on your behalf. They create opportunity. They plug that opportunity into your team's calendar. And in return, they usually get paid a, a, a small percentage and maybe a small hourly rate. Yeah. I, and let's talk about, you, you mentioned transaction coordinator, and I we so rarely talk about that on this show. And I think it's a really important thing for people to understand. You don't have to input everything yourself into the MLS. You don't have to input, uh, you, you want to review everything, of course, to make sure it's accurate, but you don't have to go around chasing signatures through, you know, dot loop or, or DocuSign or whatever e-signature platform you're using. You don't have to worry about setting up important dates, uh, related to the transaction that are coming up. You can hire somebody to do that. And it's ridiculously inexpensive. Um, you know, what, what, what are you seeing for prices for transaction coordinators these days? I mean, it's a little different nationwide, right? Someone in Alabama is going to pay different pricing than someone in California, right? Just because the price per transaction, the regulations are sure. totally different. There's way more work in California. There is in, in Alabama, but I would say somewhere from 250 all the way up to 500 per deal. Now, in most states, you can also charge what's called the transaction fee, right? So if you can charge a transaction fee, you pretty much justify your transaction coordinator's cost by collecting a transaction fee plus commission. Right. So I collect 3% on each side plus a 595 transaction fee, which also covers our TC, our photography, all of the additional marketing costs, the broker opens, all of those things that we do for our clients. Now, think of it this way a TC only gets paid if you got paid. Meaning, if your deal falls apart, let's say you have an accepted offer and for whatever reason, buyers get cold feet, they walk away, right? Whatever reason that your deal is not going to close, you don't owe the transaction coordinator anything. So you lose absolutely nothing. You work for the same deal that they work for the same deal. If the deal doesn't close, you don't get paid. They don't get paid. They get paid pretty much when you get paid. So it's it's an absolute no-brainer um, for us realtors. That should be your first hire. I mean, you should have got it done in the last two minutes while I was talking. And it's, and I want to make this point. There are not too many services in this world that I'm aware of that if, if something doesn't happen, even though they've done all the work, uh, then you, then they don't get paid, but that is how the transaction coordinator services work. I don't know what magic they have to where they can do that, but every service is kind of that way. So it, there is, as Gogo said, not much risk. And do you really want to spend hours chasing things? You, your time is worth more than $300. Even if you, if you spend, let's just say, I don't know, three hours total on paperwork over the course of a transaction is probably more than that. Um, isn't that worth 300 bucks? I, I think it is. Uh, the easiest way to do it is by calculating your hourly rate. So most agents have no idea what their hourly rate is, and that's where they go wrong. That's because they don't know how much money they make in the hour. To them, spending $300, it's an expense versus realizing that if your hourly rate is $1,200, and here's how you're going to calculate it. Let's say you made $250,000 last year. Let's say you work 40 hours a week. That's 2,080 hours a year. Divide your 250000 by 2,080 hours, and you realize that your hourly rate is 1200 bucks. Now, if you're making $1,200 an hour, should you be doing data entry, even if it's only taking you three hours, that's $3,600. You would be paying $300 versus saving yourself the $3,600 because that's what it's costing you if you do the work. 
right? Not only that, but if you hire that out and you pay 300, which you, by the way, charge a transaction fee, so it's not even a cost, right? But let's say you hire it out. Now you created yourself three hours to go get yourself more clients. So let's say you get one client per hour. That's three clients. What's your average commission? Let's say it's 10 grand. You created $30,000 worth of opportunity here in those three hours, and you paid out 300. If I told you, give me 300, and I'll give you 3,000, <laughs> would you do it? Uh, every, every, I'd give you every penny I had. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, can I do it again? How about the other pocket? I'm going to wait. Can I do it again? Right? Like, of course, anybody in their right mind. But people don't stop to understand what their hours worth. So because yeah. they don't know what, how much money they can make, everything is a cost. Yeah. And, and I think to getting over this hurdle of, well, they're not going to do it as well as I can do it. That's, that's, that's what stopped me from getting virtual assistance um, over the years. And I wish I would have given that thought up years ago because you can absolutely find great help and you can coach and train them and teach them. That's what you're supposed to do when you hire somebody is coach and train them. And exactly. by the way, Maybe they won't do it 100% of the way that you would do it. Okay, but maybe they'll do it 95%. If, if 95% is acceptable, and it should be in most cases, now when it comes to paperwork, obviously everything needs to be perfect. But if they can do 95% of the work for you and you can just give them $300 and then you go off and go to a networking event or host a client appreciation event or just call your database and say, how's everything going? And trying to get leads that way, boy, you're going to make money instead of uh, wasting time, you know making everything exactly. absolutely pixel perfect. You got it. I have like 40 of them. I don't even know who does what anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is and, remarkable. And what, do, what do I care? As long as the work is done, what do I care? Right. And I, exactly. and I give full freedom to my, my VAs. They can do whatever they want from whatever they wanted. As long as the work is done. I always tell them, I don't care if you're on the beach or in the club, as long as when I message you, you get back to me and the work is done. You have Wi-Fi and cell service. I'm good. Do it from wherever you can. Right. And, and the other issue people have is like they have accents. Right. And I'm like, so it occurred to me one day because I thought the same thing. And it occurred to me one day, I'm like, hold on a minute. I, I have an accent. <laughs> right. So like, uh, OK, so that is not an objection anymore, because if I can build an empire here, right, with an Eastern European accent, they can certainly handle whatever job they got hired into. Yeah. And it's funny. We, we've had, we have six virtual assistants at our company who um, help do administrative tasks for us. And they are constantly calling our realtors at our firm. And they're such lovely people, our, our virtual assistants, that I don't believe anyone has a problem with the fact that they live in the Philippines and their accents are, are very minor anyway, but they're just lovely, wonderful people. And, and I don't think people care that much anymore about yeah. hearing an American voice versus a you know a foreign voice. Yeah, we are getting we are getting used to it. I think I think COVID taught us a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about also like doing deals in other well when you live in another state. So let's talk about that. So I moved to Florida originally. I'm licensed in Michigan, right? And we decided to one day about two years ago we were at a like a mastermind, right? And uh, never forget it. Jake uh, John Kitchens, the coach, said. Gogo and Dwayne, why are you guys still living in Michigan? You know, you're not a tree. You can move. 
And I was like, oh, why do we live in Michigan? Like you only have one life. Why don't you just go and live it wherever you want to live, right? And we love Florida. We love the seasons. We were kind of sick of Mich- uh, sick of the winters. We love Michigan in the summer, but we were sick of the winters. So we decided to move. So we came down during COVID. We rented an Airbnb. We really loved it. Decided to make a purchase, new construction. Took us 14 months. But then we moved down here. In the meantime, I built a team in Michigan. Right. So I was like, okay, I have two years to build a team, remove myself 100% from production, and voila, I get to move. My team stays the same, transaction stays the same. Actually, they didn't stay the same, they almost doubled, which is amazing. Right. And that shows you that you can get it done from absolutely anywhere if you have the right systems and people in the places. Right. So we still do everything the same, like if I was in Michigan. So we have a very structured, I have a contract with my team, I have a standard team. Um, so the, the different forms of teams that with the brokers that I am with, right? Mine is called the center team, which means I'm a full capper. My agents are half cappers, um, just so you understand that. And then we have expectations. So besides of how everybody else likes to run their business, I have expectations since I built my business on social media. So they have to post, they have to do open houses. They have to do all the things that I've done when I was a full active agent. I'm no longer in production. I removed myself 100%. First, I stayed on the listing side and then, and I gave all of my buyers away. And then one of my agents became really good. She became my listing specialist. So now all of my listings go to her, the buyers go to another agent. And that's pretty much how we do it. We have a meeting once a week um, with me. They have multiple meetings with me. They only have one meeting a week. So every Monday with all of my nine companies, I have a meeting. So I'm back to back to back on Zoom calls on Mondays. But in one day, I can get it all done. I have my meeting with everybody I need to have my meeting with for the week, and I can go on with my week. Everybody knows what they need to be doing. So Mondays, we have our team meeting, and the team meeting, we kind of do it. Uh, we kind of have a flow to the meeting, right? We chitty chat for a second. How was everybody's weekend? How many open houses did you guys do? You know, did you write offers pending? What's going on in the, the week? The, the deals, and then we go into what we call the lead tracker. Now, if anybody wants a copy of my lead tracker, you can go to my Instagram, and go to my link. So if you go to Gogo's Real Estate on Instagram, go to my bio, and in my bio, you find the links. And in the links, you can find the uh, the free lead tracker. It's my lead tracker. Now, it's a few pages long, and I walk you through it. It's an Excel sheet, so I walk you through it exactly how we use it. So the initial page is everybody that comes in there any lead, no matter what source they came from, it's a manual entry from the agents, right? I want them to get into the motion of tracking and knowing who they're working with, right? Even though everything we collect automatically goes into our CRM program, which we use KV Core. From there, the manual one is where they actually had a conversation and they are communicating with that person, right? So that's our lead tracker as the first page. Everybody goes in there and then all of our agents have their little drop down, So we know which lead was assigned to which agent. As soon as you assign it to that agent, it automatically puts it over to their tab as well. So in the bottom, we have each agent has their own tab. So from the big screen, right, on the very initial first page, I want to see that we have $17 million worth of leads in our queue right now, right? That's our that's our initial page. And then from there, it breaks it down to the agent. So I see that Clancy has 7 million of the 17, Carrie has 5 million of the 17, Josh has one million of the 17, right? So it's like it breaks it up. And then from there, after everybody, and then they also color coordinate theirs. Green means that they're under contract, right? So when you're looking at theirs, everybody that's white on their own sheet means is that they are in communication in some shape or form. Green means that they are pending. They actually have an accepted offer. Red means they told us to fuck off. (laughs) Can I say that on your show? Of course. And beep it out. So they pretty much tell us to go pound sand. We make them rad because that means that we are not allowed to contact them anymore. But other than that, if they are just not talking to us for whatever reason, we consider them that they are a future client at some point, right? So we stay in touch with them. So when they go pending, 
they are go green under the under on their tab as well, but it automatically goes over to the pending tab as well. So when I open up my initial lead tracker, it shows 17 million, but then I open up the pending tab, it shows 5 million. I know that we closed about what 30%. Right. So we have a 30 percent closing rate. Now we have a little bit higher closing rate than nationwide average, I would say, because we really only target warm audiences, meaning I don't run ads. Right. So the leads that come in organically come in. They pretty much raise their hand that they want to do business with us. They contacted us. They went on their website. They went on Facebook. They commented on something that we posted. So it's not like cold audiences where I'm running $5,000 ads a month and Joe Schmo was bored on Zillow and somehow found his way to me, right? We don't do that. So with that being said, now in the pending tab, I see what's going on, what we are closing, how many we have, what are the closing dates, who was the lender, where did the uh, leads come from, yada, yada. Now, where the leads come from, we also track because I went to Pi. I want to see in the end of the year, where should we be spending our time? Where's our referring partner? Who's our cheerleader, right? Like where should, if, if I was to spend marketing dollars, where should I spend it? Which I don't have to spend marketing dollars, but if I was to spend, where should I spend it, right? You want to see where your leads are coming from. Is it your sphere of influence? Is it open houses? Is it a lender partner that's sending you the leads? Is it your ability to get it from your book club, yoga, mom-to-mom -mom sales, whatever that is, right? So you have to create those categories literally where those leads are coming from. So then you know in the end of the year where you need to be spending your time or your marketing efforts, okay? So from the pending tab, now it goes to the close tab. Why do I have a separate tab for that? Here's the reason why. How many leads we generate? How many are we able to put on the contract? And how many are we able to actually save and close? Some deals are going to fall apart, right? And I want to see what is our closing rate, not our pending rate, what is our closing rate, right? And from those mistakes that are, they went pending, but we didn't close. We need that means we need to learn a lesson. And what is that lesson that we need to learn? Right? So then your closing rate can get higher. Because do we get paid for pending? We get paid for closed. Right. Yeah, right? that makes sense. I mean, we're talking about tracking. We're talking about making sure that you know, not you go go, but our listeners know exactly what they're okay, from from warm to pending. We need to know what that close ratio is just to get to pending. And then we need to know the, the close ratio from pending to closed. And not only to be able to forecast, but as Gogo just said, a really important thing is maybe my pending to closed close ratio is only 60%, which means 40 of my pet, 40% of my pending deals fall through. Okay. What's going on? What skill do I need to develop to figure out a better strategy to get that up? Exactly. You got it. You got uh, you it. Know, so I, then, yes. How how much of coaching in real estate is about teaching people? There, there's two things I I think. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Um, I've always thought. It, look, there, it's very difficult to go out and be a successful agent. I truly believe it's not an easy job. It's doable, absolutely doable, but it's not easy. Most things in life that are worthwhile aren't easy. So that's not a big. Hey, uh, a I big, always say, if it was easy, everybody would be a realtor. That's right. And a lot of people try and a lot of people don't make it. Um, but yeah. I think it's it's really a couple of things. I think discipline, of course. And that's something that, you know, everyone's got to figure out how to find their own, their routines, their discipline, what works for them. But then this idea of tracking everything, it seems daunting at first if you're somebody who just kind of flies by the seat of their pants and you aren't used to, you know, really having a good awareness of what your numbers are. But it is actually freeing once you get in the oh, habit. I love it. I love it because you can't grow something you don't track, right? Nor can you learn a lesson. If it's not literally staring at you in the eye on the spreadsheet of like, shit, like two out of 10 deals fall apart. Like what? 
Like that's not okay, right? So I, I'm a tracker. I, I like to joke and say my trackers have trackers. Yeah, I'm the biggest numbers nerd you'll ever meet. It's so, to me, it's so exciting. Okay, so then after you have your trackers, which you should have your trackers, and I'm giving mine for free, so go ahead and download it and make it your own, right? Then what you want to do is you have to, when you're a team lead, right? People will drag you by the nose if you let them. I actually had to fire my nephew. Oh, no. <laughs> because I only want to work with people that have the work ethic. You can work 12 years for building your reputation and someone can ruin it in three seconds. And I'm yeah. not, allowing, not allowing that no matter who they are, even if they're family, right? So you have to honor the business how you want to build it. They have to, they have to agree to build it with you, right? And your way. So our team contract, first of all, you have to have a team contract. And in that team contract, it has to spell out what is expected of them, that the leads have to be answered within five minutes. If they don't answer a lead within five minutes, they'll never get another lead again. Yeah. They have to do two open houses every single week or um, out of four weekends in a month. They have to do two weekends open houses, right? Our listings always have to be held open until they sell every single weekend. If they can't have the open houses, then it's their responsibility to find a replacement. Right. So all of these things, my, my agents have to post. We have a posting schedule, which means it's from my KV core, right? The team KV core. They're going to take the links. Mondays, we do a listing. Tuesday, we do one of our listings. Wednesday, we do search for homes. Thursday, we do open houses. And Fridays, we do how much your home is worth. Now, because we have multiple agents, they take turns weekly. One agent one week, the other agent next week. So I don't care how they divide it up, but as long as we made a post every single day with featuring one of these properties, right? Because that's how you're going to generate those leads back to you because KV Core has a lead capturing ability. That's the whole point we are doing it. We're not doing it because we have nothing else to do, right? We're doing it because I want more clients, right? Then those leads come into our KV Core from there. First one who jumps on it, they put their initial on it. That lead becomes theirs. They have five minutes to contact them in some shape or form. We do a lot of video-based. So they send a video style, uh, selfie style video, right? Introducing who they are. They would love to run their business, yada, yada. And then kind of they go from there every Friday. So the team, actually one more thing. Wednesdays is our team meeting. Um, our organizational mindset and production training, I should say. And it's mandatory for them. So it's mandatory for them to come to every Wednesday one o'clock training. It's mandatory for them to go to the contracts training, which our brokers do contracts training, I think every Thursday at 9.30 and they have to go to them until they went through all of the trainings. I'm not going to teach you the contracts because guess what? Is it my time best spent, DJ? No. No. Somebody else already doing it. So me as the leader, it's my responsibility to make sure that you know where to go to get the education and to hold you accountable for it. But I don't have to be teaching you the contracts. I'm not the broker they are. Right. So we send you to contracts training and they only have to go until they get to all of the contracts. And then every Friday they have a meeting with my operations manager on Fridays is when they have another spreadsheet. Right. And that check sheet, it's mostly like, did you hold an open house this weekend? Which property? How many people walked through? How many did you contact? How many buyers did you get out of that open house? Did you send 10 messages to your fear of influence? Did you have face to faces? Who did you have face to faces? They're supposed to, we have this rule of never eat alone. So they have to take someone out for coffee or lunch every single day. And that could be a local vendor. It could be a title company or a lender, like anybody that you need to form a relationship with, but also your sphere of influence, the cousin that you haven't seen in three years, that a high school friend that just had a baby and you're thinking they have to upsize, right? Like all of those things. So Christy goes through with that, that spreadsheet. So we hold them accountable, make sure that they're doing the actual thing that is expected of them. Did you make all of your posts, all of these things? So 
all this, guess what? I can run it through Wi-Fi or cell service. Yeah, you don't have to physically be present. And I was just thinking about everything you you expect from your agents. Um, it sounds like a lot. And for those of you that their, their anxiety went up with thinking about all this activity, it's actually anxiety reducing. Because once you know, at least for me, it would be, I don't want, as much as I like to say, I don't like to be told what to do. I absolutely need to be told what to do in my life. I just do. And and I think a lot of us are that way. And it's not a bad thing. It's just yeah. knowing where, you know, look, I'm a creative person, so I don't like structure, which is why I totally need structure, which is why I need every single day. I have every, uh, just about every moment of my work day is completely planned out. And it doesn't mean that I'm always pro, I'm always active, but from like three to four today, I have blocked out. I just wrote busy and I'm going to relax for that hour because I am doing all these other things. But the point is, I know at three o'clock from three to four, I'm shutting everything down and I'll come back online at four o'clock and finish up my day. But the point is, is I have to have everything structured and it has been so freeing and it actually has made my life a lot easier. And you get it done, right? Because when you don't like people telling you what to do, you also have this thing inside of you. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And guess who is going to um, not reap the benefits? Yeah, you. You. Yeah. Right. So even my executive assistant who's in Brazil and she's my assistant, I tell her all the time, you're my boss. Because you're going to tell me where I need to be tomorrow at 11. Yep. Right? You're going to make sure that five minutes before 11, you're going to call me to make sure I'm showing up. You can count on me, by the way, but they always still call to make sure that I'm showing up. Right? Um, So, no, absolutely. Structure will free you up. Because then I know that by 11 o'clock on Tuesday, I actually got it all done. Because this is what was on my calendar. It's good. And as long as I'm doing all this... I'm going to continuously grow because one of my biggest fear is to staying at the same level. I actually got a board of directors because I'm not your typical agent. I'm not the person who's going to make another 150,000 next year, right? Like I literally did the math last week. I was at an event in two of my businesses. Let me see if I wrote it in my notebook. Yes. So from 2019 to 2020, 2021. Yes. So from 2019 to 20, I grew 89%. But from 2020 to 21, I grew 238%. Amazing. Right? So it's like, and by the way, prior to that, every year I doubled my business, double, 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 double. But now I went two and a half times because now I leverage, right? Now I hired a bunch of mini me's to do the things that you cannot possibly finish alone in the 24 hours. Do you think Tony Robbins is building like everything that he has today? Like he's sending out that email that you got today? Stop it. He's he's leveraging people. You're leveraging, and by the way, it's never been more affordable to be able to leverage uh, help. Um, it's it used to be really cost prohibitive because we didn't have access to people all over the globe who wanted to work. Um, we we had access maybe to just what was in our local market, and we all know if we've ever tried to hire uh, locally, it, it can be challenging sometimes to find good help. Um, and so now we have the whole world's competing for your business, um, and so you have the opportunity to meet other people from other places who 
you know, like you said, with a cell phone connection or Wi-Fi can essentially do what it's really, it's made us all step up our game because it means we're all a little bit replaceable. So we really have to step up if we want to continue to, to thrive, but you can leverage some of uh, these technological advances that we've had in, in, in recent years to make the, make your life a lot. It's not that it's going to be necessarily easier. It's going to be more efficient. And I think that's and Boy. also, I think it's removing things from your plate that you suck at it, mm-hmm. but you have, you've been doing it anyway because it needs to get done. It also, it's freeing you up and giving you time to do things that you love and you're really good and it comes natural to you, right? Because I don't work a day in my life. I feel like when you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. I get to do this. And the crazy part, they pay me for it. They pay me to be me. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. Yeah, it's really cool. I It's funny. Um, I, I'm I have the same thing like with this podcast, um, which started out as a passion project about five years ago, maybe six years ago now. And I was doing everything because number one, it was not a revenue generating uh, sort of project. And also um, I didn't know I didn't even know who to ask for, for anything. Well, um, and so, okay. So I got to a place where I was able to eventually get some help and I wish I would have done it years before, even if it would have put me in debt a little bit. Um, if, even if I didn't have the money to do it, I really should have knowing what I know now, because, and and I never suggest people go into debt if, if they can avoid it, of course. But, um, I looked at our numbers for our podcast and our growth in the last two, three years has been exponent I don't even know what the number is because I'd have to calculate it it's so high because I hired somebody to basically do everything producing the episode casting it um you know doing all of the production and then also I have a marketing person from Bangladesh of all places Bangladesh um who is so incredibly good I don't know what he does I don't know how he does it but our numbers are skyrocketing it's not because I've gotten that much better it's because I've leveraged people who know what they're doing and I wasn't very good at promotion and marketing. That's not what I'm good at. I'm good at hosting a show. So didn't make sense for me. And now we have more sponsors. We have we actually turn away sponsors. And I'm not saying that to brag because I wish I didn't turn any sponsor away, yeah. but we only have so many sponsor op- sponsorship opportunities. Well, I have somebody looking for sponsorship opportunities for me. And so now I have more sponsorships. It pays for all of my staff. Um, these are things that anybody could do it. I'm not special. Go, 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 go would probably say she's not special. She just has <laughs> systems. 
guys, I'm this little girl from Romania with no college education. I didn't even speak English. You couldn't pronounce my name if you tried. My real name, right? With no sphere of influence, no money, right? I'm five foot two. And they were like, you need to door knock. I'm like, I'm not freaking, dude, I'm this little blondie. Like, no, stranger danger. Hell no, right? So if I can do it, consider it done. Well, this is a great place. I want to talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, about about your your boot camp. Um, tell us about GoGo's boot camp for those of us who are new to it. So GoGo's boot camp came about kind of necessity, right? Because um, figuring out social media and systems and why and algorithms and how to do things and posting and CRM programs and automated jet campaigns and Zapier integrations and you know all of those things that social media might sound. Like it's simple, right? But the goal is that you want to be able to generate used traffic from one platform, right? Like the Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, being able to take them over to something else, a website, a, a funnel, or something that you have built where you can capture their information. But after you capture their information, it needs to dump into a CRM program, right? And then the CRM program needs to be automated to follow up on your behalf, or you have to have people that follow up right away. Because if you don't follow up with the lead within five minutes, guess what? Another agent already did and you lost them or they forgot all together that they just messaged you, right? So you need to have these systems in places. So over time, I would go and speak and people would ask me, hey, can you come and speak on this or that? And I felt like they asked me all the same questions and I was like a broken record or a parrot repeating it, just answering the same question over and over again. So I figured it would be easier if I record myself and then I can just say, oh, just go here, watch everything, implement everything you learn into your business and you'll have the same results. So we created Gogo's Bootcamp. Initially, we had social media only. Um, and then after I switched over to EXP, I brought over a thousand agents, as you said, built a thousand agent organization. And then I built a course that's called Agent Attraction for people with the idea that if they want to build teams, right, and organizations, or depending whichever brokerage they are at, if they own their own brokerage, right, then I help them agent attract to that brokerage. Because um, I don't know the nationwide average for agent retention, but when you're a broker or team lead, you're constantly losing agents because, or they're not good and they're going to leave the industry altogether because they're not hungry enough and they don't have the work ethic, right? Or they're okay and they'll stay with you for a while or they're really good. And then after they became really good, then they're going to go out to be an individual agent. And here you're back in a hamster wheel getting the next agent, right? So in the agent attraction, we are doing that. We are helping agents or team leads or broker owners to build their own teams and brokerages. So that's that. The next one we came out with that's called We Clone You, and that is um, um, virtual assisting, right? So since I talk a lot about virtual assisting, people ask me all the time, can you help me getting a virtual assistant? So we built a course around that, and I can give you a link on that in a, in a little bit as well. And then um, we had a TC company as well. Now I realized that I can't really put my brand with other people's work ethic. So if it requires other people's work ethic, I have to be very careful of what and how I'm promoting, right? So then the transaction coordination company, we actually decided to shut it down. And now we white labeled it to a company who's been in the industry for a very long time with a very good reputation. So if you guys need a transaction coordination company, you can also go into my links on Instagram, gogosrealestate.com and go ahead and use them. Those are the ones that I was able to research and I trust them, they did a, a great job, right? Now, what we are going to do, which I haven't told you yet, um, we are working on through the years, the, the social media bootcamp, for example, it was created for agents in mind, right? So it's very real that way. It is real estate based. Now, through the years, going to all of the entrepreneurial events and things like that, I'm getting asked all the time, can you help me? I'm a lender. Can you help me? I'm a title company. Can you help me? I have a yoga studio, candle shop, right? So 
Um, what we are going to do now, we are going to create what's called a small business bootcamp with social media marketing. So then everybody can use it. That's going to be more generalized, right? Explaining the Google My Business, the, um, you know, all of the different platforms and, and how to generate leads, what CRM programs to use, all of those things um, for pretty much any type of business. So right now we actually retired the current Google's Bootcamp social media. It's going to get a facelift. And when that's ready, you're going to have a brand new link. Um, and then you can start promoting get to all of our listeners um, it's just going to be brought up to 2022. Awesome. Well, we're excited. As soon as that is uh, is ready to go live, we'll definitely make sure we announce it. Um, well, what a great place to wrap up. So go go through a lot at us in this conversation. So if you need to go back and listen to it again, grab a pen and pencil because she speaks fast, but everything she says is absolutely valuable. And it's what exactly what she did to grow her business. There's no secrets here, but you need to know what to do. So go back and listen to this again. And also maybe, you know, somebody who's trying to grow a, a team or wants to maybe consider joining a team. Well, maybe instead of joining a team, they could create one. This is a great blueprint. And GoGo is the person to follow because she, when I met her, she was just an individual practitioner. She didn't have a team. And all these years later, now she has a thousand agent and it's not that many years later, what it's like three years later, three, maybe three and a half. Yep. Three and a half. It took me I've been in the business 12 years, 12 years, well, about 12 years. I have barely, I have barely 800 agents. So Gogo is crushing it. And I, I have a lot that I hey, know. Sorry, sorry to celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the difference are, no. is like, I don't have 800 local, like 800 local is an amazing, like beyond amazing um, goal that you guys have achieved that thousands yeah, are in 45 different states and in four different countries right yeah so it's very it's a very different it's much easier when your pool is 1.6 million to get a thousand <laughs> well is. it's still impressive regardless and uh we're both i will both we're both impressive how about that okay, um right. <laughs> but we we love Gogo. She's been an amazing partner for us since the beginning. And she came on here when we had no listeners. And we are so grateful to be able to help support her, but also to learn from her. She really, the only reason she has a thousand agents is because her whole value proposition is really what most firms don't do, which is like, I'm actually going to show you exactly what to do uh, to grow your business, not the skills to learn, although she does that too, not how to be a good realtor. Legitimately, here's what you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Friday and she, and then you get her results. It's really incredible. I'm so I, I hate to say proud of you because I, I'm I'm just in awe of you. I guess I should say in awe. Um, I'm proud to be to be your friend for sure. Um, but I am and that's so like in exactly awe. What I wanted to say, I'm like I earned the friend. You know, through this, it's like you took me on to your podcast, the same thing. Yeah, you didn't have a listener, but I was just an individual agent too, right? With a little bit of mm -hmm. understanding of social media marketing. We have grown together. We have grown together and, um, and, and and we want our audience to grow together as well. So as soon as GoGo's new bootcamp comes out, you can take a, a little bit of a preview at gogopodcast.com just to get an idea of what her, the previous version looks like. The new version is coming soon, but you can at least go check it out. Um, and also just tell a friend about our show. That's the only thing we ever ask is think of one other realtor that needs, that is struggling with structure. That's really what we were talking about today. Structure, struggling with structure, have them listen to this episode. By the way, they're probably not getting structure from their current uh, managing broker. And, and that's not a knock uh, at managing brokers. They have they a hard, don't want hard you to outgrow them. That it is, by the way, we have an, we have an agent that just recently outgrew our firm and she had been with us about 10 years. And the reality of it was we could not meet her needs anymore. And she's the loveliest person. And she was 
oh, she was so upset. She goes, I'm so, I feel like I'm betraying you guys. And we said, no, you have graduated to another company and, and we wouldn't have been able to support her anymore. It was actually the greatest compliment. And, um, so, so anyway, the point is, is you can grow too, right? And, and maybe you'll outgrow your existing firm. Go, go, by the way, you can go, you can join her company and her firm as well. Right. So unless you live in the Chicago area, then join my company. But I'm only yeah, teasing. Then I I'm teasing. Like you. I'm only teasing. Uh, join, j- check out Gogo. She does some really cool things, but she's not just, hey, look at me. I'm cool on social media. She's like, here's exactly what I do every single day to run my business. She's incredible. She's a powerhouse. And, you know, EXP is very lucky to have her. So, Gogo, thank you once again for being on our show. Please thank tell a friend, you. everyone listening about this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Thanks, Gogo. And if I didn't, if I talk too funny, funny and too fast, you can always DM me on Instagram. That's the only place that I personally answer messages. It's Google's Real Estate on Instagram. Everywhere else I have VAs. Sorry, I know I did just dump some <laughs> information and I talk really fast. So you can it slow awesome. it down. You can All slow right, it well, down. Yes. Go, 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 go. It's go, go, uh, real estate. Uh, go, go, go's real estate. Go, 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 real estate or go, go's. Go, go's. Go, go. So go, go's plural. G-O-G-O-S real estate on Instagram. We'll have a link to that, by the way, in the show notes. You don't have, I didn't even think about that. Just click on the show notes uh, once this episode, uh, once you're listening to this episode and it'll be right there. So, all right, go, go. Have a wonderful uh, day. It was great to see you and uh, everyone else have a wonderful day too. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you guys. Bye.